Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com! Dear Iran, the USA has disrespected your country, your flag, your people. 52% of us humbly apologize. We want peace with your nation. We are being held hostage by a terrorist regime. We do not know how to escape. Please do not kill us. Hashtag Soleimani. It's a real statement. From a great political mind and leader McGowan Rose McGowan and she speaks for oh, the nation no one she speaks for no one Oof, we we return from hiatus a nice little trip and this is why i say that we should not know everything that's going on because of people like this that can fuck shit up. Keep these little dum-dums in the dark, including me, by the way. It's fine. Don't tell me. Don't tell me because if I run the risk of these little dum-dums doing shit like this, yeah. I'm making it worse. Yeah. 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 Carry yeah. on. Yep. 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 Carry on. I mean, we were going to talk about the, the, the vacay, the mountains, and then we got forced into this. 2020 started off with a bang. It really did. It really did. So obviously we nuked uh, Salami, Soleimani. Who fucking cares? He's a terrorist. I I I really don't give a shit. Sure. The beauty of it is Trump called this in middle of the night. Dude hops out of a plane into a car. See ya. I mean, it was instant. It was a drone strike. And I quote. We got him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the president, you know, lady gentlemen. <laughs> the hilarious thing about it was 
is uh, they had to identify him by his, his ring. Like there's a ring on his finger mm-hmm. because his body was blown into a million pieces. The only thing that was identifiable was his hand. It sure. was a hand with a ring on it. And, and that was it. Right. Um, he is the top in command for Iraq. To put it in perspective, I mean, for Iran, I'm sorry. Um, to put it in perspective, that would be like somebody coming over here and then killing General Mattis, right? Right. Um, <laughs> I mean, not quite the same, but sure. No, it is identical. Uh, okay. It, it is identical. He was, he's the number one guy. So there's the president. I feel like the guy in Iran is a bit more volatile than Mattis, but sure. Um, but, but it's, it's, their, it's their top commander. Exactly. It's, okay. their, it's their general. So as far that's as it. the rank that's that he That's the dude, has, yeah. Fine. So okay. he is, you know, the president over there, or whatever the fuck you call it. Right. The prime ruler or oh, the, prime the president, dictator. Yeah. yeah, whatever they call themselves. <laughs> This guy's number two, and he dude. led all of the military. And when you take out their number two guy like that with a drone strike, it's, it's pretty wild. I mean, obviously, they took out a, a contractor. They attacked the embassy. Uh, they kept it from being a Benghazi sitch. Nobody, nobody died, thankfully, but it went on for two days. Trump said, all right, cool. I'm done fucking around. Here's a bomb for you. Enjoy it. And then about... 48 hours later, he sent another one. Sure. Sent another one up. You know, he's like, oh, hey, guys, sorry about that. But, uh, you know, we're, we're not looking to start war. And then he sent another one up uh, about 48 hours later and nuked six more people from another fucking Iran, Iranian uh, mm. terrorist uh, cell that was in uh, Iraq. This bombing happened in Iraq as well. And then everybody on Twitter, including Rose McGowan, is suddenly an expert on Iran. And I just worry about Sundance, you know, boy, (laughs) Sundance is where people like to take up really weird political causes. Yeah. For no reason. No reason. What kind of marches? No. What kind of things going to be ruining Sundance? Coming up in about 20 days. Um, Sundance is. Yeah. I don't know. I it's all context. Right. So like with this. I see posts from both sides, right? So like our friends and then Rose McGowan and then yeah, it's all context. So I think that's been, I'm trying to figure out like, what is the problem? How can I boil it down? Because my tiny mind like can't handle any more Mm -hmm. than that context. So like we hear one thing out of the grand story of what's been going on out there, what this guy has done, right? Yeah. Rose McGowan only knows one part of the story, right? I guess. Or she's heard one part of the story or what? The so, 52% don't know that this person is a huge threat to his own people and to us, correct? Well, the, the weird thing about this is, is uh, as soon as she said this, this fucking blew up. Right? Sure. Everybody is talking about this. They dug into her past and her current history. Turns out she's actually a, a registered Republican in the state of California which is surprising. Right. So she got outed for that like immediately mm-hmm. after this. And then she had to release a statement saying that doesn't, um, well, here's the thing. It doesn't I mean, bother me, but I mean, what that doesn't bother me that she used to be Republican. She's no, just she like, still is today. Okay. Registered. So, yeah. So you don't support the president. You can change that. You can register, right, right, you can right. register for whatever you want. Yeah. So then she released a statement saying, yeah, I, I'm, uh, this is word for word. I'm a registered Republican in California. I loathe the Clintons. 
I hate Trump. I will not vote Republican, but I cannot vote Democrat. I'd rather know what evil I'm getting, so I'll go Republican. This is about World War III, so none of that shit matters anyways. It does, though. Uh, and that's the thing is, and, and you can deregister. You don't have to be a Republican. You don't have to be a Democrat. I'm neither here right. um, in, uh, in, in North Carolina. Um, not by choice. I just vote and that's it. You know, yeah, when, yeah, when yeah, I went yeah. to the DMV, they're like, hey, do you want to vote? Yeah, I do. Yeah. They didn't ask me any other questions. Great. M- moving on. Um, <laughs> fucking A, man. Because yeah. uh, I also don't want to leave myself open to if an independent candidate comes along. At some point that I think is brilliant, who's on neither side, fuck, I, I, nice to have the option of that as well. Um, so what does it mean to be registered as one thing? You can't vote for the other? No, I, it means nothing. It's literally just for a census type thing. That's it. It's literally just so that people know if their state is red or blue or if it's turning or what it may be, right? Yeah. So you can do whatever you want, no matter what you're... Well, to put it in perspective, we live in North Carolina, right? 80% of voters in North Carolina are registered as independent. They're not registered as Democrat or Republican. Maybe you just don't want to deal with the shit of that, right? But to not support either party, and I I don't know what her whole fucking purpose is. The weird thing is, is like, you know, I'm still friends with her on Facebook. And only for one reason. I used to know her back in the day. Mm -hmm. Only for one reason. I'm waiting for that meltdown. Right. Or of like she goes live and just try to tries to off herself, or something crazy happens where yeah, I'm like, oh man, on, you need I'm, to be on the feed. Yeah, need yeah. to be on the feed. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. um, they'll not, take it down. Exactly. You need to be there. For I need. It I live. need to be on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I need. Yeah, I need yeah, to be on. Yeah, yeah. That's it. And there's a there's a few. I would say there's probably because you max out at five thousand friends. I'd say there's out of that five thousand, there's probably thirty where I'm like, eh, there's a good chance they could rob a bank or. Something fucked up would happen. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason I follow them. Sure. And that's it. She's one of them. Sure. To come home to all of this, eh, it's, it's fucking insane to me. Uh, this guy, by the way, is responsible for killing fucking thousands of U.S. troops. And he was a big, he, he was the guy who started essentially uh, those IED roadside bombings and shit like that. Like, there's a, there's a very good chance that if you see someone who has come home, in the last 20 years that is missing a limb was because of him. Mm-hmm. Um, so fuck him. I, I don't really care about it. I, I understand the repercussions. Something's going to happen from this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to educate myself a little more, I, I did some digging. There was a, a, a guy, um, McChrystal, I believe is his name, who's a general, who was talking about kind of what's been going on and the, the times they've, the opportunities they've had to kill this guy in the past. Mm-hmm. And apparently they've had a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Bush passed on killing him, and so did Obama. Obama passed on killing him because they feared it would start a world war. Sure. It got to the point where this guy was so arrogant that he parked his plane next to our general's plane over in Iraq on the same air, like right there, same strip, <laughs> and just was like, fuck it. I wanted to race for pinks. Right. And, and so with, with this, the reason why I'm saying all this is it wasn't that hard to find this guy at all because sure. he's been walking around, I guess, Iraq like he owns the goddamn place because Wait. of two U.S. presidents did nothing to do anything about him. So therefore, he was just like, fuck you guys. I can do whatever I want. I own this goddamn place. Meanwhile, there's a bunch of you know, Iranian sleeper cells and all that bullshit terrorist regimes 
running around Iraq, blowing up parts of the country and killing troops and all that shit. Well, then you get a president in there who just doesn't give a fuck. Sure. And uh, sorry about it, but uh, you're uh, not going not not to be here anymore. Right. Are you at all worried? Or are you just kind of like... Yes. Or do you feel it, it would be It would be irresponsible to say no or just America, fuck yeah. We blew them up and, and that's it. And nothing will happen. Nothing bad will happen. No, it will. It looked like there were a lot of... Again, it's context, but it looked like there was a lot of uh, supporters of him in it, Iran for their it depends. march. I mean, look. It depends. Because if and here's the other thing, the shocking thing about Rose McGowan, right? Women were just finally able to drive in Iran. What was it, last year? Or go I to a soccer game? Still disagree with all of that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but for real. And as a champion of the feminist movement, I don't know how she can support anything in Iran whatsoever, mm-hmm. let alone this fucking guy and this shit. Like, women can't do dick over there at right. all. I don't know if she's supporting Iran, right? She just, like, doesn't want to get blown up is what it sounds Dear like. Dear Iran, please don't kill us. We disrespected your country and disrespected Basically. all your shit. Like, fuck off. It's um, same with the China shit. Like, do we actually like what they're doing? No, but we don't want to lose the things that we're getting from them. So NBA, like cowtailing to them, it's like, do they agree? No. When they really made the right tweet, it was supporting Hong Kong, right? And right. they're like, oh, sorry, sorry, oh, sorry, sorry. Do they really believe yeah, yeah. that? No, they just don't want to lose all the things that they have. So Rose McGowan is pleading to not get blown up. Although, Rose, you're fine. But yeah, like she's a rich white woman. Like, yeah, she's, she's fine. fine. They're not blowing. You know, just don't go to Disneyland. But anyway, like, <laughs> I don't know. Right. Like, I, I think that people are scared whether they agree or not. Right. Like, uh, do I think the guy should have gotten blown up? Sure. Yeah. I, I'm sure that if someone's going to send a bomb over there from our government, I, I believe that they know that that should have happened. Right. Yeah. That's what I believe. Yeah. Um. Does it make me a little bit weary of like what they could do? Sure. Yeah. I just don't know what that is. Like, I don't, I don't know what their nuclear I, I situation is. I don't know what it is. Don't either. Uh, um, I know Obama gave them, what, $150 billion for those five hostages or whatever. Um, so they've got money to make shit. Uh, there's, there's been rumors that they've been testing, you know, or making nuclear bombs and shit like that mm. i have no idea yeah. but long story short of all of this there will be repercussions i don't know what they're going to be right obviously we'll find out about it when you sure. kill your top two in command because they killed the guy underneath him as well mm-hmm. that's a that's not a quick fix uh to you know it's not like a nfl coach where you gotta oh, yeah we got this guy who's pretty promising um you know they they did put somebody else in there but then they you know you got to plan attacks and all that other shit so i think it's going to be a while but something eventually will happen. It'll probably be in that, that straight of uh, Hormuz or Hormuz, if you will. Um, I think that's probably their best bet because that they, they're closest to that straight. A lot of shipping and cargo goes through there as far as boats and all that shit. So um, I think I, 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 my guess is it'll be something there. Well, they'll, they'll fire a rocket at a ship. I'll be interested to hear what uh, either Dan or Jared or our military uh, brethren. Brethren. <laughs> I mean, wait. Brethren. What are we saying, brethren? My is? dick and balls. It's, it's, okay, so I, we're I feel calling like them I'm our the military body, dick and balls. I, I anyways, feel like Jared is is on the news. Is my penis, and I feel like Dan's my balls. So yeah. Wow. Yep. 
and they will be happy to hear it. And so yeah. um, <laughs> I'm I'm be interested to leave this and see uh, what they think and what they predict. I know what Tim Kennedy thinks. Um, and we'll have look. We'll we'll do a big show about it next yeah, week on Drinking Bros. Sh- we're we're just getting back. We yeah. just got back here, all of us, and uh, we get some bangers of shows coming out. And I think the news will be a pretty good place to yes address that. So yeah, yeah, on, on Drinking Bros. News. Yeah. So uh, peep out that this week, and we get a, obviously a banger of a guest tonight on on Drinking Bros. Milo Yatnopoulos is back. Uh, that was recorded before this happened, so. Uh, we did not get a chance to chat with him about that. The, the hilarious thing, though, is when I had Alex Jones on Drinking Bros, what was it three weeks ago? Yeah. We, we did our recap of the decade, top stories, and then predictions for 2020 of who the next guy was to go down. Uh, I want to give myself a big pat on the back on that one. I said Iran was the next shit. Um, that okay. happened within 20 days. So proud of you, Ross. And you don't normally pat yourself on the back. So this is an interesting, fun little different day. (laughs) Man, that's crazy. If I could just play that clip uh, over and over again, I am an amazing human. An amazing human. So are you, Japes. Oh, thanks so much. We uh, just got back from uh, Lake Lure. Lake Lure. Yeah. What started a, with a started with a bang, ended with a oof, dang. Yeah, uh, man, I took my I get tickets to the LSU Oklahoma college football playoff game. Hour flight, one hour flight to Atlanta. Sure, seems easy peasy. Seems in and out. Took my child. Seems like I can go right before the trip, right? No, no think it's, Let it's me an, just get in and out and then get in the car. It's an hour away. Sure, um, but you still have to deal. With the domestic air flight. Boy, that is, God, what, what is that? That is 11 out of 15 now that have been canceled. So we, I get in relatively fine. It was late, but whatever, right? Um, get off the flight and, oh man, I just like, yeah. Um, get off the flight. <laughs> I, you, I don't know if I should tell that story, but um, either way, get off the flight. The hotel is next to the stadium. Sure. Walk in, walk out. I got a five-year-old with me who had a a blast. And uh, they had some problems with their rooms there. Now, luckily, I was only staying one night. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is the the Omni Hotel, by the way, which typically I enjoy in Omni. That one is inside the CNN Center, downtown Atlanta. Um, It's been open for a very long time. And motherfucker, man, they're not cool in there anymore, like whatsoever. So I get there, and they were like, hey, we don't have check. I get there at like 2. I was like, we don't have check-in until 4. All I want to do is put the bags in the room. 4? Four? 4 o'clock. Ugh. Uh, that, wasn't, that wasn't stated in their thing, and I was like. Dude, they keep pushing it back. Like, luck- what the fuck? Uh, exactly. Luckily, um, just traveled with a backpack because we were only going for supposedly. Supposed to be gone for less than 24 hours. Supposedly, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I said, great. Give, I give my, I brush my teeth in the bathroom down there. Sure. Give my bags to the uh, bellhop. And sure. they were like, so your keys will be ready for you. We'll call you. It's not priority. Didn't get a call from the Omni. Sure. Which is fine. Um, I'm, I'm at the game. Game's at four o'clock. Uh, we had a blast at the game. Sat with some rad people. And um, come back to watch the Ohio State Clemson game. The, go to the front desk and I was like hey I never got a call about the room being ready and they were like oh we're, we're, we're sorry you know whatever and I was like 
now it's an eight o'clock check-in at this point. Um, you're supposed to have like one side of the building was supposed to be open. Uh, they were put me in another side, get into the room. It's fucking 80. It was set on 82 degrees. Oh my God. Yeah. And in a hotel room, that's a tough cool down, dude. That's a tough cool down. I mean, I am (laughs) fucking livid at this point, right? There's a balcony. So so I was able to open up the window. Like I was able to pull open the thing, crank down the AC. They sent like an HVAC guy out. And I was like, not only did I get the wrong room, I couldn't check in until fucking, you know, eight or whatever it was. And you still couldn't check in when you came there at eight o'clock? Well, they didn't call me. So I had to go to the front desk and And get my keys. And be like, hello. Yeah. And I had to pay the bad guy, you know, obviously. I couldn't not tip him. Sure. It's not his he had fault. Help. It's not his fault. Right. Um, so my, my, I was like, fuck you guys. Fuck this hotel. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Sure. Usual standard affair. And right. uh, my child, our child, had a little touch of a stomach flu. Mm-hmm. A little bit of diarrhea. And um, he did. What's up? He did? Well, later on in the evening, yeah. And so he woke up and he said, hey. And I go, you know what? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, buddy. I'm going to put you in the, uh, put you in the tub. We'll be all good. Don't, don't think two shakes about it, right? In and out, 10 minutes. Took off all the sheets. Um, left the shit in them and the <laughs> shitty underpants that were filled up with diarrhea. Are you being serious? And you didn't tell me. Wait, wait. I, I'm, not t- I'm telling you now live on air. I know because you knew I would be mad. Yes. Um, Not about that. Leave all the shit you want. But I needed to know how he was doing and I kept asking He was fine, to be honest with you. Like he wasn't, he had no symptoms. It was just the the rest of it. You know know when you get sick and then you overeat because you haven't eaten in a couple days and whatever, right? Boy. It's really fine. Okay. Either way, because of what I had went through, um, I left. Oh, for sure. I'm down with it. The sheets full of shit. I left the underwear the pants all of it and just chucked it uh, on the other side of the room so congratulations omni hotel <laughs> um you try to shit on me guess what we fucking shit on you oh my god yeah i so, look you know i'm not usually i was gonna because they were like, like you know we can offer you a, like a partial refund or whatever and i was just at that point i'm like you go you know what i think we're even i think we're all good <laughs> he's like what don't worry friend we're all good so the only problem is then my mind goes oh it's not the maid's fault do you know what i mean but hey look whatever it's not but it's somebody's got to be held accountable for that and uh (laughs) whatever man enjoy all of that omni hotel the right thing to do you bet your ass it isn't you bet is it hilarious hilarious you bet just left a bed full of shit and right in the corner uh, and, and the underpants, because I wanted them to know, like, hey, man, this wasn't like a fun sexual thing. Like, this was a child who just shit the bed. And uh, mm. congratulations. Um, buddy. We had an early flight the next day. He was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, go. We were supposed to have a 9 a.m. flight on Delta. Delta flight 4159. That's a niner in there at the end of it. Show up, you know, again, with a five-year-old, 730 in the morning, trying to get get through and all that other shit sign up for clear by the way um you did i did did you sign me up yes so you were on it as well you can also take a child so i was able to skip the line and that was fine and uh, is that like a fee or something and how yeah easy? they charged me 179 bucks for the year for both of us yeah and, and i travel a lot so it's you know Ugh. fuck it's not bad 
Dream. Um, there is no clear though at our local airport, so still have to do the pre-check TSA thing. We got to get out of here, man. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we got to we got to get out of this fucking one dick town. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, get there and. Everybody's waiting, you know, you look at the boarding thing and we we're supposed to be boarding. And I finally asked the, the person at the counter. I was like, hey, what gives? Yeah, nobody's boarding. <laughs> what are we what are we doing here? Hey, uh, what gives? Yeah. Oh, um, the pilot is missing, sir. Hmm? What do you mean he's missing? And I was like, was he abducted? That's right? what I asked. I was like, was he abducted? I'm wor- now I'm worried about Should it. Be, exactly. Should we be worried about sure. it? Sure. Right. Um, and they were like, no. We've tried to call him a hundred times. We have no answer. And this is Delta. This is supposed to be the top dick. Just, just so you know out there, I hate all airlines equally. D- Delta's no better. It's a mon- they have a monopoly. There's like five left. There's Delta, a- American, Spirit, Southwest, and United. That's pretty much it. Right? Sure. That's what, that's what we're down to. Same with my hatred for Verizon and AT&T. That's it. Otherwise, what Sprint is now buying T-Mobile, so now you're down to three in that. They can I be got in shitty. a fight with Spectrum. Yeah. Yes. Crying. Because they're the only game in town. I'm just like, dude, fuck you. Yeah. Like, yep. it's so frustrating. It, but go ahead. It's a monopoly and all this shit. Therefore, all of these airlines, cell phone services, all of it, everyone can be shitty. Yeah. Because they don't. Customer it, it doesn't service matter. is obsolete. Like, doesn't matter. You don't matter. have to do it. So, I, f- I tried to find the hilarity in this. My, my child was, our child, was very good. And he was just like, great, I just want a bagel. And I was like, great, so we great. got a bagel. Go. Um, so started sending tweets um, to Delta, sure. my dearest Delta. It caught on, uh, I think one of the editors of Axios, who I fucking hate Axios, but um, right. they picked it up. And I wrote, ironically, dear Delta. That's what I just yeah. got. And yeah. then it was like, my dearest Delta. Dearest and I was like, Delta. look, the first one was, I'm on flight 4159. The pilot is missing. It's fine if he went on a bender last night. He might have been an LSU fan. It, that's what I said. Do you that's, know what and I that's mean? what I said. Like he was there. celebrating. Totally. And I go, it's, it's all fine. And all, we all need Coke from here and, here and there, like time to time. There's mm-hmm. a little pick me up. Tell me what his address is, and I will, I will send a dealer over with some cocaine. Give him a nice little pick me up. And, and we can get on down to the fucking fun. airport. Yeah. Boom, that tweet explodes. Right. Sure. So then obviously afterwards, I don't, I don't stop. Um, no, and, and you won't, and you shan't. No, I think, <laughs> I think all in all, it ended up being about 25 or 30 tweets of my whole experience. I ended up wheeling out a cart that was from Firefest, where it, it was some form of a sandwich and a water and something else. And like, was there nothing open? I, th- there was. Was it Sunday? There was, but he- here's, here's the problem, is uh, you have to pay for it. So a lot of people are flying on a budget, and they have families, and it's like, dude, go go have lunch or breakfast in one of these airports. Mm-hmm. Congrats, that's fucking eighty bones right there, at a minimum. Right. For a family of four. It's weird that the airport would care about that, but yeah. What? It's weird that the airport would care about that and bring you guys food. Ah, uh, no, it was the airline. It was Delta themselves. So mm-hmm. they brought out some snacks and some Firefest shit, right? Okay. So it was Delta only, Delta as as them, and it was right in front of our gate and our gate mm-hmm. only. I keep getting these text messages and emails from Delta every 20 minutes. Your flight's been delayed. Your flight's been delayed. We Fli- know. 27 is what the, what the final number was. Uh, they finally get on and say, it was about 145 now at this point. I finally get on and say, 
the pilot has called in sick. He's not going to make it. <laughs> Finally called in sick. At 145. Imagine Eesh. that bender. Yeah. That he was on last night. Mm. That he doesn't call into 145. Mm. They bring this young dude down who was dressed in a pilot outfit. By the way, I'm going through the airport with Jax. He's buying some trinkets. Sure. We're eating bagels. At this I'm point. taking pictures of pilots and then posting them on Twitter of like, have you seen my pilot? Are you him? Because they're all white. That's really And funny. all white people look alike. And I go, I apologize. Right. But all, people, all white people look alike. Are you sure. the pilot? Um, sure. And uh, it was a hilarious string of like 30 tweets. All of these people started following it. And uh, uh, we get, finally get on a plane with a young pilot. And he goes, I'm really sorry about what you went through today. But now we're ready to enter the friendly skies. <laughs> You're going to be yeah. fine. Get out to the runway. The right engine blows. Sure. Smoke, everything. And it was just like, sure. and he goes, I'm sorry. We have to turn back to the gate. We've lost the right engine. And, uh, well, not sure what's going to happen from here. And I'm like, dude, you've got to be kidding me. No AC on the plane at this point. Engine's out. Uh, they fucking drove it back or tugged us in or whatever it was. And at this point, it's like 2.30. And I'm like, what the fuck? We're supposed to be in Asheville the next day. I call you and I'm like, hey, dude, here's the fucking sitch. I couldn't get a flight because it was the Sunday after Christmas. Mm-hmm. I couldn't get a flight to anywhere in any city in South Carolina, um, North Carolina, n- nowhere. Um, the only place they had two seats on a flight to Asheville itself, which, which technically is in North Carolina. It's right on the border. You know, mm-hmm. you're right there. And so I go, hey, this plane's not going anywhere. And it just blew up. Why don't you put me on this Asheville flag and I meet my wife in the morning or whatever? And they were like, sure. That'll be $600. Yeah. Lost my shit and then went on this tirade on Twitter or whatever, blah, blah, blah. It caught on. It, it, everybody was talking about it. I will say this. Delta refunded me that money. And that's the quickest time of mm-hmm. maybe all time. I want to say four hours. Yeah. And it was back well, on my credit card. Um, I mean, I'll give it to them with that. Well, I don't think they had a choice because when no, two, three hundred people are retweeting all this shit and it's like it's the not to yank my own dick, but it was really fucking funny. And like I really did go through the airport and take pictures of pilots, mm-hmm. things like that. Like You're keeping it going. Yeah, it was really, really funny. You're doing it and, for it, the people. and it got to the point where I'm finally, you know, we get in whatever time it was. I've got to find a hotel in Asheville. There's no rental cars nothing we had to uber to a hotel and then we had to take an uber to meet you which is like 45 miles away yeah yeah <laughs> which wasn't cheap so this was like the beginning of, of the our trip relaxing uh, of our relaxing trip. trip yeah and so but the funny here's the funniest thing so i laid down it was like nine 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 thirty and i'm fucking exhausted at this point right and everybody is hitting me up saying what was what finally happened to you right i told everybody and it was like a bravo they got a satisfying ending to this crazy ass story for the day and i got these crazy apologies from delta whatever and like did you uh, get free tickets somewhere else i got a mile they they gave me seven thousand five hundred miles um on top of it which pushed me into like a new category whatever the fuck it was um I, I've yet to use any of those miles because every time I try to, it's like, oh yeah, you can do that if you want to go on Tuesday to wherever yeah, the fuck it. And I'm like, bro, and like, yeah. I need to go here now at this date. Uh, whatever. It was the whole thing was fucked up, and we'll save them for Paris. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. When when you don't have to choose your your time and you want to get first class right, and it'll right, right. knock it down or right. whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, th- that was the craziest shit ever. And then we took an Uber to meet you. Um, you drove up like a boss. So I packed up everybody <laughs> by myself. Uh, so your Two bag, kids, my me. bag, yeah. pack and play, both the kids, <laughs> suitcases, food, everything we need by myself and then drove up there with a baby yeah. five hours. Um, but look, whatevs. I mean... It was fine. The baby was great. Like, I'm not complaining about You're having to go on You're the hero we deserve on, on the a, trip, yeah. I'm not complaining about having to, you know, drive to my vacation cabin. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. It, it was fine. Yeah. Um, but. It's fun. By the way, I, I want to give a shout out to Asheville because we, we, you and I had been there with Sans kids a while ago, maybe five or six years ago. Yeah. Well, when we were like looking where to live, right? Remember? We yeah, were it was, going yeah, it was on, one of our places. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, man, Asheville's great. Really um, is. It's fun. I mean, There's a lot of hipsters, but a lot of hipsters, any place that's cool these days, it's going to have, hipsters, it's, it's going to yeah. be overrun by hipsters and that's, that's all you can do. But, uh, but don't you kind of want that? You want the food to be good. You want the coffee to be good. You yep. want, you know, yeah. the bars to be fun. Bars are great. Restaurants are great. They a bunch of shit for kids. I don't know what that pinball place was, but that was one of the coolest places I've okay, ever been Okay, so to. we went to, it's in downtown Asheville. Um, we went to the Pinball Museum. Yes. Which is this big, this huge place. I mean, it's not huge, but it's uh, a two, three room, mm-hmm. uh, old brick building filled with pinball, old pinball machines. So like each one of these, if you were to buy them, probably... Upwards of twenty thousand, right? Ten to twenty thousand dollars. Oh yeah, if I don't know more. what pinball machines go for, sure. but these are like old, old ass ones, right? Yeah, yeah. And then like Atari and all these old things. So you pay what was it, fourteen dollars, twelve dollars, whatever. Uh huh. And you don't have to use any coins. You don't have to use any tokens. You pay that amount. You can stay as long as you want and play any game for as long as you want. They have beer. Yep. Soda. Everything. Chips. Candies. Uh, like all of it. It was. So and cool. every pinball machine came equipped with two cup holders. Oh yeah! So you could put, put you know, your, your beer, drinks and cups. Your drinks. Like, yeah, it, it was great for kids, great for adults. Um, it it's an underground thing. Like, I, and I've, I almost feel like I'm outing them on here because uh, how, of how great it is. It's an underground thing where it's like it's all word of mouth. And I, I ended up talking to the owner for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I kid. found it and took us there. But yeah, you did. Yes. Yeah. Um, and uh, but you had the youngest child with us, so you went. Um, you know, took him around or whatever. I stayed with the other one. Yeah, but that's fine. I just wanted somebody to have fun. 100%. <laughs> so we, when, when I was talking to the owner, I was just like, dude, I've never heard of this place. Um, it like, was packed. And, it was and, packed, you guys. Well, none of that. It was an hour wait list. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was the only thing the wait list was for is they didn't want too many people in there. So that way you can enjoy, move around, it not be too hot. So like they had it done to a science because you could have put more people in there, but it would have been uncomfortable. Yeah, and you wouldn't People be able to been play waiting. anything and waiting yeah. in line. There isn't a lot of room for lines. You guys are like all stacked up against each other, basically. So there's enough. I think they let enough people in for like every game. Yeah. Right. And then if there's more than that, you wait and uh, you get a number and it's like a restaurant and you like, they're like, we'll call you when we'll we have you, room yeah. for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they, they called and it was pretty, they were right. It was pretty quick. It was about 45 minutes. Um, yeah. And you went in and got to play all the shit. And I said, man. I, I, I've never heard of this. How is this possible? 
And they were like, we actually don't have to do any advertising at all. They were like, it's all word of mouth and it's blown up. And uh, this is exactly how we want it, the the exact way it is. Mm -hmm. And even the GPS took me somewhere else. Yeah. We almost didn't go. They were like, we're good. We're good on on everything. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. Um, But Asheville is is awesome and gorgeous and uh, fun. And look, we had a great time. We're back now. Yes. Uh, refreshed, refreshed, better than ever. Back on track, back on a mission. We're on a low down, slim down. I am. Yep. Low down, slim down. And uh, we're just like, this year has to be good. A banger. It's going to be a banger. be a banger, dude, right? Yeah. Like, um, so I want to set myself up for success with that. Yeah. Because I think some big things are going to happen. I don't really know. I have no information, but I'm just feeling. It's a feeling. Sure. I no, feel hopeful. I, I do too. It's uh, it's going to be a big year and there's going to be a lot of craziness this year. Um, I have a feeling. Uh, just with news and, I mean, look, you have an election this year um, that no one's talking about. <laughs> I'm, sure. kidding, I'm kidding. Sure. Um, and uh, yeah, we're, we're amped. So we're back. Sorry for the hiatus. I got a bunch of messages that said, hey guys, this is bullshit. Like, let's start putting out episodes again. And I was like, look, we have to take one week off out of the year. Yeah, like we needed... One week. One week, and we needed to get back on track. We said on the on our roundup, like, dude, we need we need some some balance and some like re like a refresh, like yeah. a reset. So had meetings with our staff, like let them have a week off to like rest, mm-hmm. get their heads back on straight, right? Yeah, because this year's gonna be crazy, and we can't have the lag and the weirdness of 2019, right? What a weird year. Yeah. We can't have it carrying over. No. So it was a. Uh, and we got some big news for you here coming up uh, in the middle of the week, which we'll be able to talk about. Yes. Um, for you personally. And yes. uh, yeah, it, it's just a, it's a big year all the way around. It's a big year for our media company and everything else. So um, it was nice to get out of town and enjoy it. But as always, we have sponsors that put this whole shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, Talking about ghostbed.com forward slash drinking brews. Man, this is it. This is the last day of the sale. Um, everything in the store on ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros is 25% off. There is nothing more that I can tell you that is going to be better than this fucking deal. 25% off of everything at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. That is pillows, that is mattresses, that is adjustable bases. You are welcome. Um, it does not matter if you're a military, first responder, a normal human, uh, maybe a fucking alien, dude. Whatever you are, you can go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros and get 25% off in the store. If you did not get a mattress for Christmas, did not get sheets, pillows, or that adjustable base, um, now's the time, is the last time um, before it goes away. Uh, it's going to go away at midnight on Jan 6th. Midnight on Jan 6th, the sale will go away. So get on it now uh, before it is gone at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Also got some new pillows there, which I love. Next up, we got strikeforceenergy.com. Boom, 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 boom. Shabloinkers. Shabloinkers. Man, I'm seeing strike force everywhere. Everywhere. On this trip, every time we pulled over to a gas station, went to a 7-Eleven or something like, dude, they're there, man. Um, they're fucking big time, brother. You big time in me, bro. Yeah, 
Hey, Strike Force, you big timey me? No. Uh, look, if you don't want to go to a store, though, they've got a subscription of the Month Club, which is amazing. Uh, promo code Revolution gets you 20% off that shit. And uh, I believe they ship it for free. Uh, four amazing flavors. If you're dieting, trying to get back in the swing of things, went too hard on the holidays like all of us did. No carbs, no sugars. Um, this will help you get through the day because uh, everybody's pounding water right now. Throw a couple drops of this in there and bango, bango. You're rocking for more than five hours plus. Uh, they got grape, lemon, original, and uh, orange. Uh, don't sleep on the orange. It's still one of the, the fan faves. Um, and uh, now's the time where everybody's on a diet. This is, this is the best shit. No carbs, no sugars. Five-hour energy. Go to StrikeForceEnergy.com. Promo code REVOLUTION. 20% off. And it's 20%. 20%, 20, 20, 20% off. Uh, next up, Jabes. Jabes. Straightrazors.com. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. Oh, you right, That didn't go anywhere. That did not go anywhere. Um... Sorry, Oof. Rose McGowan. I'm yeah. still going to do it. Yeah, you fucking communist. Well, good rock. <laughs> By the way, I just somebody sent in an article, a listener. They finally find that guy. Yes, for throwing... $17,000. Throwing pennies into the On lucky engine. air. Yeah. Could, did rocky not, air. Rocky air. Did not have enough ruck. Yep. On rocky air. I wonder still, if somebody did that to my Delta flight. Look, honestly... Right engine blew up. I do not put it past. Nope. These uh, Asians, you know what I'm saying? Crazy. They really do. Uh, they do really stick to those old traditions and a blatant disregard. Yeah, yeah, they do. Uh, Straightrazors.com is the preferred choice for you to become as smooth as an Asian. That's a nice thing, though, that they do. It's really nice as a whole culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, if you they didn't get that kit for Christmas, smooth. dude, go get it now. Um, I look, I use their shit every day. Um, the, the smolder aftershave is my end all be all. The smolder cologne is my end all be all. Um, I'm a gigantic fan of straightrazors.com. Uh, you can get the blades fucking engraved over there. Your straight razors and, uh, they got shampoo, conditioner, mustache wax, which I am using now. Oh, I that's mustache. right. Because we have a mustache in the house. A mustache. Yep. And, uh, it's, it's the best in the biz. Go to straightrazors.com. Promo code revolution. 20% off 20 twin. And when you 20%. You 20 twin. Um, Jabes, you know it's that time of year for me. Which time? Um, eh, I get, I just, you know, you try to get back in shape, right? Sure. And you're getting ready because you're like, oh man, I got some big events going on, some yeah, things, yeah, yeah. a lot of fresh shit going on. Sure. Phone blew up. Um, the... I would say an hour, an hour after Soleimani got killed or Salami got mm-hmm, killed. Mm-hmm. My phone just kept going off and I was like, bro, I'm reading the same fucking thing as everybody else is. Like, there's no need for this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it was something different. Something different this time. What? Coachella lineup was revealed. Oh, no. So our, we're working with a... Again, this is going to be a big year for a media company. We're working with uh, some new advertisers, um, Himalaya Studios, um, a.k.a. High Studios. They all, they've also got an app, and if you want to download our podcast on that app, 
Um, it's a great app to use for podcasts. Um, get Ross Patterson Revolution, Drinking Bros on there, all that shit. Uh, that being said, they're based out of Los Angeles and they have a good time there. They're a young company. They're fun. And they were like, you guys coming in coach? Oh my gosh. When is it? Um, it is actually the, the week of, of our son's spring break. No, it's not. It is him. Hush. It is him. Oh, I hate Coachella. I'm not going. <laughs> Just <joking. laughs> well, you you're in this mindset of like, and you told me this last time because I oh yes I still I mi- stand by it I still miss it so maybe maybe you let me go with them or or Brandon because the next my, the next one was Brandon Brandon hit me I was like what am I be for us and uh, I was like hey man if I'm there I'm going Coachella okay so you Ugh. you feel like you can hang what are you talking about. You said last year that you were too, felt too old for Coachella. I said you're too old. No, I'm not, dude. Okay. I'm fucking not. I'm in okay. my goddamn prime. But that's what I said. I didn't say I feel too old. I said, I mean, if you look at pictures. You saw the pictures. It's, it's all, all ages. It's mostly no. Kendall Jenner. Nope. I saw I'm going to say. And you do whatever you want. Yeah. And I'm down. No, it is. Uh, I, I'm I, down. I, I wa- look, I watch it every year on YouTube. It's, it's of all ages now. It's just too. Here's the thing. It's like, it's like we call it the Hollywood spring break. So it's everybody. Like, it's all my friends. All my fucking friends from there still go. Here's the deal. I bet in VIP, it's still our age. Do you yeah, know it mean? is. Because it costs so much money. It is, yeah. So like, if we stay we out free of. free fucking tickets. So if we shit. stay out of Gen Pop. Yeah. I think I'll feel better. Okay. Do you know what I mean? We always stay out of Gen Pop. Look, no. I mean, you have to go down with the peasants and you have to watch. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? No, you don't. Um, no, but you watch. Because you, know, you want to. Bands, I want to. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So when we decide to leave the castle and go down. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? To watch Idris Elba DJ. Yeah. You know, then fine. By the way, I want to preface this. We get free tickets to that shit. So like, it's, it's not as oh, if no, we're, we're just not dropping paying. fucking. No, no, no. We're not paying for 10 G's nonsense. on this shit. Like, no, no, no. We get free no, 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 tickets no, no. to all this shit. No, no, um, no. But the last couple of years, I just, I was like, hey man, I do not enjoy these lineups. You can get fucked with these. Like I'm, I'm, I'm all good on, on Coachella this year. Right. Right. And I've told Brandon that the last two years. Um, and the reason I bring him up is he owns the, the biggest music production company in Los Angeles. They had, they are friends with every artist. They know everybody. They've shot every music video you could possibly dream of blah 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 right and he gets free tickets as well to all this shit and he was who i used to go with back in the day because he he produced all my movies with me um the last two years have been bunk now this year when my phone was blowing up it was it was for the friday night opener james raj raj against the yeah machine. dude like yeah i'm down i i love a uh, 90s all, weekend i love a 90s throwback weekend. here's the thing i have not seen I, I've seen everyone in concert, I feel like. Everyone. I have not seen Rage Against the Machine. This has been a... Mm. They're a bucket me list neither. band for me where, truthfully, I didn't think they would get back together. Did you? I didn't know that they broke up. I just sort of thought they didn't tour any... You know what I mean? They like, don't do anything. I know, but I didn't think they, like, stopped. I think they just kind of faded away no they, okay. they s- just stopped um and they'll, and they'll just stop the band i think the lead singer just doesn't enjoy fame and the spotlight and all that shit so like right um i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna pull up when was the last time i want to say it was 10 years like they haven't been together in 10 years i'm sure i'm gonna look up when was the last time 
Danny Elfman. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. Hang sorry, on sorry. before you get into sorry, this. Sorry, 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 sorry. Go, go, go. Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> Ross and Jesse, look at the, the internet. internet. Listen to them. Look at the internet. They have fun looking at the internet. Takes the band them. which last performed together in July of 2011 will now embark on a, on a brief three-show warm-up uh, and then uh, headline Coachella. Um, wow. That's, I mean, you're looking at, t- yeah, 10 years. I was right. Fuck you. I'll do champers and pills. <laughs> what? I'm not going to do any of mushrooms, anything, whatever. Sure, 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 sure. I'll do sure. champers and pills. Yep. And, uh, I'll, and I'll love it. So I'm, gonna, I'm more into the second night. Wait, 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 hang, hang on. So we'll, we'll read the first night. Rage Against the Machine was enough to sell me. I really, I, I didn't even need, need to hear anything else after that. Right. Um, I just... Man, can you, yeah, people, come on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I will lose, I will evac all of it my will, bowels all over the fucking. That will actually, I think, be an older crowd that I'll feel comfortable Ooh, with. Ooh, boss. I'll feel comfortable with the Rage Against the Machine crowd. This lineup, this lineup drops, they sell out in eight hours. Like, they're, they're already sold out First, opening weekend. The opening weekend is sold out, although we're more. I, I, I well, opening weekend falls in line with the spring break, so it has to be there. We're going to somehow get. Have to get. We're to gonna that. try to. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see. I, I, tickets are fine. Like, it's being sold out or not doesn't really fucking matter. But um, yeah, because StubHub or somebody else bought them, right? Some place bought them. Who knows? I, I don't even know. Do you how know that what works. I mean? Though, yeah. Um, I, with them, it might be just fans. It goes to their website. It's not a Ticketmaster event, so. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Calvin Harris up next to be reals, dude. You know I fucking love a good techno I, DJ. I know you go to that. You love that tent. Whereas Fuck, I, yes, they do. I tend to steer clear of that tent unless it's somebody like Calvin Harris that I can actually, you know, hear the. Because you know, Rihanna's to. coming out for Love in a Hopeless Place, probably with him, right? I mean, I don't know. I uh, really don't know. Next up, you got Run the Jewels. I just saw them uh, this year. They opened up for Foo Fighters in Atlanta at the Super Bowl, and they were rad. Um, so I enjoy then. Your fucking fave is on here, Megan the, the Stallion. Stallion, Hot Girl Summer. Yeah, um, that's a big. She's on a big girl. Like that's the, you're you're getting close to a headliner there. She's on a she's on the second row. Mm-hmm. Um, that's great. Uh, Charlie XCX is good. Uh, I don't get down on Big Sean at all. Uh, although he's pretty decent. I'm not gonna fucking shit look on Big Sean. You'll we'll hear a song and like be able to know it and sing along and you'll know all of his fucking songs. Yeah, exactly. And depending on what um arc you are in your uh psilocybin trip, yeah, yeah. you may just yep. be super into it. Oh, exactly. Uh Brockhampton is playing. I'll be again an even keel. Yeah, this is uh because look, you you're probably gonna roll in here around five, six o'clock that night. Yeah, Check yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And my shake, alcohol alarm has already gone off. Gone I'm off, good yeah. To go. You're good to Tyga. go. Yeah. Uh look, it's a it's a decent night one here. The um, Kardashians will be there. Now the night two is is a weird one for me. Uh Travis Scott is the headliner. Hmm. I don't think he is the gr- the greatest live performer. I enjoyed his last album, Astro World. I thought it was I thought it was really good. I don't think he's the best live performer. He doesn't have enough personality for that big of a stage to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw him on accident in um, shit. It's probably about six years ago. I was editing a movie in L.A. and uh, the we had to wait for this render, which is still the fucking Pied Piper. 
And then what'd you do? Sitched me. So we were, I was downtown and me and my editor, we heard music coming from across the street. It was a weird, shitty little festival. I mean, it looked like carnival, like, looked like Carolina Beach carnival rides set up and you were just like, what the fuck is this? Is that Steve Aoki's thing? Uh, what's that? I think it is. Yeah. And so anyways, we, we had a, like an eight hour render and we couldn't go back and work on this edit till like two in the morning or whatever it was. Right. So we walked across the street cause he lives right down there and there was some people going in or whatever. And it was just like, Hey, and it was, there was a line and I was like, who is playing here? And they were like, Oh, you didn't hear Kanye. Kanye has just decided he was going to show up and do it tonight. It was just like, Oh fuck. Can we get tickets? And they were like, yeah, you can just get will call tickets. And it was like, I don't know, 40 bucks. So we just walked up. Um, Weird. Yeah. And it was a, a tiny stage, like a, it was a really small thing where you were just like, I feel like I'm at a county fair. Like it was weird as shit. Anyways, Travis Scott opened for him. And even then, like he just, when you're running around like that and you're trying to get the crowd juiced up, right? There is very few performers who can maintain their breath control and all that other shit. Like he was out of breath, a lot of screaming and it just wasn't a great performance, man. Like he's not built for, and that was a tenth of the size of what the stage of Coachella is going to be. I think he's got to have some fucking gimmick, like a spaceship or something, to get through this, because he's not that dude. Sure. And I don't know that he will be. Personalities are big. Personalities are hard to come by. Like, right. Shit. Rage can definitely fill up the whole goddamn Ugh. place. So not oh, too yeah. crazy about that. Um, Flume is up next. Tom York, your favorite. Oof, he's going to fucking Tom York But me. you know. Well, but thankfully he's putting Tom York. Yep. Tom York's uh, Tomorrow's Modern Boxes. Is that what it is? Yeah, who knows? Anyways, so he's not putting Radiohead. Yeah. Because then he, so he knows he's going to Radiohead people. So he's right. like, let me just say Tom York. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to have people creep, play creep. You know what I mean? He like doesn't want that. They will. They will. Anyways. Um, um, and then, you know, you hop on down to 21 Savage who, that one I'm going to make you watch just because of the hilarity of it. He opened for Post Malone a couple dates. And it was those two interviews. The first two interviews I missed with him. Yeah. Um, he opened up. And I, and met I was him. like, I was like, oh, did you interview that blurry face boy? Yeah. And you're like, no, it's still it's still not that one. Yep. Nope. Still not that one. No, not um, that And I have a really that. hilarious picture with 21 Savage that perfectly oh, yeah, sums up his entire personality and all that shit. I'm going to make you watch this show just because you will laugh your ass off it starts off with like a 13 minute short film yeah i will watch it as long as it doesn't (laughs) coincide with danny elfman boom because i do need to go then they just dropped elfman on you um (laughs) and you know i'm so into it here was the greatest thing of of my entire life last night was um i'm looking at twitter right yeah they have the top 20 (laughs) trending topics right First of all, Iran. Second of all, Soleimani. Third, World sure. War III. Right, right. Four, Danny Elfman. Five, Trump. Love it. Six, Russia. I love it. All of, everything was political throughout the top 20, Ugh. except for Danny Elfman. And I was like, shit, did he die? And I was like, even if he died, good for him to get a, a nice sure. five slot in there. Sure. Uh, on, on Twitter's top trending topics. Sure. And it said, nope, he's playing a good show. Who was it last year that was weird? It was the composer guy. Yes, it was uh, the Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer, yeah. Um, now Elfman, I would love, love. 
Yeah. <laughs> to see because it's so silly. Uh, because it's so ridiculous. Because what's Danny Elfman doing there? I mean, I don't know. It's going to be great. It, it's going to be great. So here's the beauty of this, right? This gets announced and like even Yahoo, I'm reading off of them. Like this is the first article that pops up. Dead Man's Coachella Party. Danny Elfman set to be the breakout star of this year's festival. Oh, Lord. For, well, here's the thing. So, I mean, calm down. Your people know Danny Elfman is the brilliant composer, right? Right. For, he did Batman, um, fucking, you name it, right? Sure. A lot of people don't know he was the lead singer of Oingo Boingo. That's right. I, if I heard some Boingo, I'm going to go, Ape dick. I think he would definitely pull out some some boingo. Boingo, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so he just he just sent out a tweet right now. I guess the cat is out of the bag. Coachella 2020. Danny Elfman, past, present, and future, from Boingo to Batman and Beyond. Oh my gosh, I love it. <laughs> that is a direct I quote. I love it. From, and I'm that is down. verbatim from Danny's mouth. Um, he's 66. So look. He, he does the Nightmare Before Christmas Symphony. Uh, he did the Batman, fucking Oingo Boingo. Oof. If he switches from Boingo to Batman like that, because um, he, he also scored Oof. like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, yeah. So Beetlejuice, like, mm-hmm. Edward Scissorhands. You know it. Like when you hear his stuff, if <laughs> you know it. Instantly you know it, right? If you're going oh. to do drugs anywhere oh gosh, on this yes. earth, oh yes, it is a Danny when that Elfman. Juice, um, 100% comes on. Oof. I'll go as far as to say this. I think, I think you go hard drugs at Danny Elfman. Sure. Pop over to Twenty One Savage for some laughs. There you go. Go over to Tom York um, as and you're just, coming down. Yeah, because that'll bring you all the way down ease to on sobriety, into your depression. Yeah, and then I, I would bounce before Travis Scott. I have no. I mean, I would hop on, depending on where I am on my Shampers and Pills journey, I might hop on over to Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just because, just because, and because I don't. The other She's thing, though, I, I do see in this Coachella lineup or this year, a lot of people that are on the fringes of my music, like, Journey, whatever I want to say. Yeah. Um, that Your music journey in life. Yeah, I don't know. Like that are on the fringes that I sort of know that mm-hmm. I could really. Everyone that plays Coachella is amazing. I'll say that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've the curator of Coachella knows their fucking shit, right? Nobody that plays is shitty or subpar or anything. So yeah. you will find your next new fun obsession yeah which yeah, is yeah. a really cool thing and why you know brandon goes and all of them um so i'm i mean i'm excited i would i would totally go all right so we'll, we'll wrap it up here with sunday night frank ocean is the headliner um that is super fascinating to me i enjoy frank ocean i enjoy his music he does not play live so i don't know what that would be like to be honest with you um right. but i know this like People have been begging for it for years. He never plays live. Fuck. It's, it's worthy of seeing because right underneath him is Lana Del Rey, who one of my faves. And oh, I would love. She love fucking love sings say. her ass off. And I'm yeah. sure that whole stage, that whole setup, everything is going to be magic. And for the pinup, L.A. 
female singer these days. It's got to be her, I would yeah. say, yeah. who embodies California and the whole shit. Like, imagine this at Coachella right then, right around sunset. Boom. Yeah. I, that's going to be fucking pure magic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, just peeping on down here, uh, Duck Sauce is in there, and then Fatboy Slim. You know I'm down for Fatboy Slim. That's so, so if I could funny. turn this... If I could turn this into a, you know, an, an awesome '90s weekend, I will. Sure. Right. Sure. But I'll uh, find a way. Um, I, I this would be awesomely hilarious and uh, and a fun time. So, Coachella. And our premium content would have to be making fun of ourselves and the, the event. I mean, we can't do we can't do anything. Else, I think it's right? going to surprise you. I think you need to have a flower crown. Yeah. I think I need to have a of flower course, crown. Obviously. Um. Maybe you need fringes. Like on your best? Don't know. A, a moccasin, maybe? Shirtless? I, who knows, man? What do I do? What do I do? Shirtless with zinc oxide all over me? Maybe shirtless in a cape? Could be. Do you know what Could I mean? Could go cape. Could maybe go cape. Maybe you go a fun poncho, like Could a go. fun Could surfer go poncho. Could go cape. Could go capeless. Yeah. We'll see. On the music note, really quick, I need to uh, ask you guys out there if you know Rammstein. <laughs> Rammstein is this band. Yeah. Uh, that if in high school, if you're an elder millennial, if in high school you had a goth friend or listened at all to any weird music, uh-huh. you know Rammstein. I'm going to play one of the songs, the most famous one, uh, after this episode. Uh, I think it's hilarious. If you know what I'm fucking talking about, get at me. Yeah, there is no video show for this because we just got back and we're uh, we're not going to make our employees come in for, for this one. But that's why we can get away with this song at the end of the episode. So fuck it. Play it. Um, wow. I'm amped about that. Uh, I am- Viagra Boys, dude. What? Viagra Boys are playing oh, the shit. last night. Boners up. Boners up. Too bad I'm a Roman, man. Um, oh, true, true, true. So over the holidays, we always watch a bunch of shit. Uh, we watched the Kevin Hart doc on Netflix. We did. Oof. Ish. Um, the Plastic Cup Boys. That's a thing. The old Plastic Cup Boys. Check it out, guys. Um, I don't know why he did this. It does not. It's paint, a lot of other producers and a lot of other people making it. Uh, Dave Becky is executive executive producer on it. He's um, the he's the head of Three Arts, by the way. So if you you always see Three Arts at the end of these things, like uh, Parks and Rec. I wonder or, if it was. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Right. That's Dave Becky. That's Three Arts. I wonder. If he's it got the was top him, comedians out there. Or if it was his people. Either way, I'm not sure that it did what it was intended to do. Correct? No. What do you feel about it? Um, I thought it was entertaining. Uh, obviously and he's I, entertaining i mean no no, no. I, just the, his his whole process what he does what he goes through um i think it is an entertaining and fascinating look into somebody that is that busy who is trying to do a million things and if you look at these people from you know your phones right like we all do through instagram or whatever you say oh my god he's got an amazing life or he's working his ass off this will show you what it takes to get to a level like that one Two, it'll show you what, it, what can happen to you once you get to that level if you don't have the right people around you. Mm-hmm. And I personally, because I, look, I've said this numerous times on the show. Kevin Hart was, was the person responsible for getting me into writing, 
He was the one that drove that into my head to write and create my own content, my own material. It was him. Um, many, many years ago, I've never got to thank him for that personally. Uh, we, we were very close to getting him on Drinking Bros uh, last February. And um, it is because of him in writing that my life has become what it has become. And I would love to thank him for that. However, that Kevin I knew then to this, the guy in the documentary is 100% different. I don't, I don't think that you need to surround yourself with 12 people or hangers on or whatever you want to call it. Uh, employ them and then give them titles and you'll never get an honest opinion. And because they're all on, if you put your friends on, on your, your payroll train, yeah. they will, not all of them, but for the most part, they will make sure that you stay busy, stay working yeah. at all costs. So case in point, Britney Spears, right? Yes. There are too many people, too many people's lives that she is, you know, financially bank- bankrolling, bankrolling yeah. that they will not tell her, hey, the truth. You need or to take a break. stop. You need to stop. Like, just take a break. Get on some meds. Go to Arkansas, wherever the fuck, right? Right. Be with your kids. Just calm down because they can't say that to her. And same with Demi Lovato, things like this, where these people get run ragged because they have so many people on their payroll. Yeah. And friends, I'm doing air quotes. We don't have video show. Friends that you bring up with you. Um, if their livelihood depends on you, uh, you're not going to get a straight answer, straight answer from them. And you turn, it kind of looked like he turned into a little baby. I mean, he can't make decisions for himself. People have to tell him what to say, what to tweet, what not to say, take the phone away from him. Make sure you stay with him at the club because he might fucking cheat on his wife again. So there's a lot of things about this documentary that make me open my eyes to what, uh, that level of fame and having that many people around you looks right. like. He did say something interesting at the very end, which is like, we, it's this weird thing that happens now with celebrity that we expect them to be perfect people. Mm-hmm. This idea of perfection. And if you aren't that perfect person that I want you to be, fuck you, you're canceled. Yeah. And so after all of this documentary, him running up the mountains with that last quote that he did on Joe Rogan of like, I'm not perfect. I'm just a person. And you wanting me to be perfect right. is ridiculous. That, that's what's wrong with the culture right now as far as like the cancel culture, whatever. You want people, even if they say they're sorry, even if they change, you're still like, fuck, you did that one thing. You're not perfect. Yeah, right? I, my, and my... One gripe to him would be, hey, man, it, it, it from the outside, besides for the cheating scandal, right? From the outside, it seemed like you're a great dude and you've got it all figured out and your life is perfect. And that is what people expect out of you. Exactly what he said, right? But by doing this documentary, once you watch it, now you know he's not. Does that affect your opinion of Kevin Hart going forward, going to see his movies, supporting him, looking at his Instagram, saying, all right, yeah, I, I know what's going on behind that. Like, you're probably sleeping, you're probably exhausted. Um, 
Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. Me personally, because I, I follow him. I follow him on Instagram. Right. And um, I, he posted a picture of somewhere, this vacation or whatever he was on. I do think in some ways it's good. I mean, initially I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. He's an asshole. I would, but I'll, then in other ways I go, it is a good comment to make about these, uh, the Instagram life because he's huge on Instagram, huge on social media. Yeah. And when you see it from the documentary perspective where he's just doing a quick video mm-hmm. and then you see what happens after where his like phone is still in his hand. He has 20 people coming up and talk to him. He's sleeping in a car. He's like not into any conversation that's happening because he's so all over the place. Mm-hmm. You go, okay, like there's another thing that's pointing towards Instagram being or Instagram lives being bullshit. And I know we know that deep down, but it is hard to look at Instagram and be like, oh my God, like they're just so fucking happy. But he, here's so, so perfect. here was my, cause here's the, the biggest mistake in my career was not getting on social media. Um, when everybody else did, cause I, we had publicists that said, don't do not do this. Mm-hmm. Do not get on social media mm-hmm. because you want to have mystery about your life and who you are. Therefore it'll, it'll allow you to play a bunch of different characters. Whatever. Sure. That I get a fucking panicked call at you know eight o'clock on in like december 2012 or 13 that was just like put everything on social media oh my god we were wrong and it was too late because you had all these kids that beat you to youtube to kevin hart beat everyone to mm-hmm. social media and um dane cook that's how he exploited it as well um but with that you can control your life and what everything looks like whereas you you're, you're essentially your own publicist where you can control what the public sees and make your life look perfect at the same time. Right. Where it's just like, oh shit. With this documentary, it pulls you out of that and into his real life. And you're like, oh, well, this is kind of... There were some things that were super depressing to me. And I was just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. So you, th- then you just... All, that world you built on social media. And, and you know, if you consider it like a, a glass cube, right? Of mm-hmm. all the social media where everybody's looking in at you through this glass cube. Now you're taking people out of that and you're like, oh, well, this, this is your real life. So now everything I'm seeing or you're seeing on social media, you're like, nah, I bet he's not really having fun there. Right. That's what that was. That was my first thought yesterday. When I looked at his post from yesterday, I was just like, because it pops up in my feed. And I was mm-hmm. like, ah. He's not really having fun. Not really. Probably having no, fun No, but there. he's making his post. He's doing his job. But it's like. But are you having fun? Are you enjoying life? Look. Should you slow down? Should you do all of this fucking shit? Um. You know, it, it's, it's, look, it, it is a fascinating doc and it's great. I personally just don't think he should have done it, but that's me. Um, uh, yeah. And then I wonder, cause it says season one with six episodes. I wonder if there's a season two, because if so, holy shit. Um, you know, there's a lot of shit that, and that's, that happened to him right after this stopped filming that I'm curious to see. Right. Um, Golden Globes are uh, tonight, Tenoche. Ooh, Tenoche, Ricky Gervais is hosting. Oh, I cannot wait for this. We will do a show about it right after. Yes, Um, we'll do we'll do one on Monday and uh, and pop that up. I'm super amped about that, especially with what happened in Iran and everything else. Like, how far does he push it? I don't think at all. He says this is his last one. So if if it truly is your last one, right? I don't think he says anything about Iran. Maybe not. No. Um, But let's say this is your last one, right? Go scorched earth. What do you care anymore? Oh, he shouldn't. He's got more money than Jesus. Yeah. And it's on brand. 
Yeah. So it's 100%. not like anything that's going to get him in trouble. He's literally said the worst of, of everything. Mm-hmm. His last special was like, he went after trans. He went after everything. Everything. And this is one of my favorite weekends. I, I don't necessarily enjoy the Oscars that much because it's pretty stiff. Um, this is fun. He is a blast. And especially in a time where Hollywood is super PC, for a guy to just bust in and fucking burn down everything, hopefully he does that, will be a, a blast. White, a the, white male. The playoffs, go, <laughs> the playoffs uh, for the NFL have started. That goes right into the opening broadcast. There will be no break. So right. all of those gajillion people who are watching, um, I forget who the Sunday night game is, but uh, the late game, all those gajillion people who are watching will immediately be popped into his opening, oh. his cold open, which is usually about 15 minutes. And it might be the most explosive TV ever because you, your lead in is the most important thing in ratings. You can't get a better lead in than, than the NFL playoffs. And that's exactly what's going to happen. But if you're at home, and you're starting this up at eight. No, this is probably going to be pushed about a half hour, I would say. Um, these fucking games have been going real long these days. Uh, don't know why. Too many replays is my opinion. A um, couple things to uh, before we get out of here. Uh, there's a, a, a doc. These Patriots are in the playoffs this weekend. There's a doc coming out January 17th that I'm fucking amped about. It is Netflix. It is Aaron Hernandez. Mm-hmm. And yes, yes, I am yes, yes, beyond yes, yes, stoked yes. about this. Netflix and HBO do it right, do it tight, and they do it all night. And I cannot wait for that. I also cannot wait for 60 Minutes um, on uh, Sunday night, um, which is uh, going to have never before seen evidence of the Epstein death. And they're getting in there. Mm. They said that there was a note left. Um, mm-hmm. It was a weird 20-second teaser that I saw for it, and I was like, Woo-hoo-hoo. And I wonder, because his family was the one that hired the, the um, forensic mm-hmm. fucking person to do as a separate, you know. Private investigator? Yeah, yeah on, uh, on the body. Oh, an, oh a, um, um, um. No. Cor- 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 Coroner. No, no, different. Anyways, uh, they examined the body and uh, they said he was he was fucking murdered. So um, you what you listen and watch every murder show. In the I know. Why can't I think of who does autopsies? I mean, there are doctors, but yeah, what are they? Ooh, it's a forensic pathologist. Oh. Um, Dr. Oh, Michael Baden was hired by Epstein's brother to investigate his death. Uh, Dr. Baden observed the autopsy and believes that uh, Epstein died around 430 in the morning two hours earlier than what they're saying. So uh, we will see. But this is um, going to be great. So I'm, this is going to be a huge weekend full of shit. Uh, for realsies. For realsies. Um, so buckle up, kids. We're back. We're better than ever. And let's, let's get to the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? We shall. Uh, I want to give it to that guy. Which guy? Who built the fucking pinball museum. Oh, built it? Yeah, who, who did this? And I what, mean, what makes you think to do this? To make the pinball machine? I mean, you'd have to be super into it and a little bit of a nerd. If I can find the guy, I talked to, talk to him. And, uh, was he the owner or the manager? I think he was the fucking owner. The first guy that we walked up to? Yeah, hang on. So you walk up, you get a bracelet. Yeah, and, and they, they and give he had you this whole fear, thing, right? And then 
do the spiel. And he kind of did look like, he looked like an older Star Wars guy, right? Where yeah. it's like he he has some kind of money, but he's still super into all this stuff. And clearly you have to buy all those pinball machines, which is like, I mean, the, the amount of money that's inside that place in memorabilia and I heard it's there's a crazy. few of them around the country. I don't know if he started it, but sure. uh, yes, technically it could be considered a museum. However, you get to play everything. Um, well, it's called the Pinball Museum. It is, but there is items on display that are museum items, and then mm-hmm. you can play around the rest of them. So uh, it was cool to see those old ones, but oh, fuck, I don't know who this guy is. I, look, maybe they're doing this on purpose. Um, it's pretty amazing. But they're, I, the owner is uh, John French. There we go. Okay. There we go. John French. Um, but I guess they're going to expand. And there's, there is a few of these that are opening up. So, shit, man. This one was cool. I mean, I think the Asheville ab- aspect had something to do with it, right? Where it was like a little bit hipster as well. And like kind of cool. People were drinking in there. and It was great. I. It was just a fun old school throwback, and uh, I don't, I don't know that there's that many people doing businesses like this that are successful that are trying to purposely keep it small and not mm-hmm. marketing and do all the mm-hmm. shit for it. Um, when you walk in, they had a there was rules too. Remember the guy gave us a list oh, of yes. rules. Oh yes, do not shake the machines. If anything happens to the ball, you need to come get me. Yep. Uh, put your drinks in the holders always finish every single finish game. every game. Don't start a game and just leave it on, you know, in the middle. Yeah. I think that was more for like the old school video game ones. Um, cause the pinball kind of finishes, right? Uh huh. So the ball goes down. That's it. T I'm sorry. It's TC DeBella. That's his name. Okay. Um, that's the dude. So okay. he opened it in 2013. So it was before we were there. Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah. So this, yeah. this, this, uh, this was there, man. Um, but if you don't, I, I would never think, or and again, you can't really find, it's hard to find. It's hard to find. And the only way that I actually found it was on blogs of like what to do mm-hmm. if you have like kids with you. Right. So most of their advertising comes from, I mean, mommy bloggers, to be honest with you. So the, or like people that are, you know, going through towns and doing articles on stuff. It's mastered. The master technician for all that shit is the guy, John French. And, okay. Um, he's been approached a bunch of times about expanding it. Um, and he was, it was inspired by a, a similar concept in Seattle, um, which okay. did really well there. Uh, the thing that I enjoyed about it the most was um, you're not fucking exploding people's heads. Yeah. You know, it's you're old not, school. Our son was actually really good at it. Which was fun, and, and every he was kid like was into, into it. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's this idea that, like, you know, you don't need those like zombie exploding situations. Yeah. Because uh, the, the only other forced and like he was forced to do it. Where I'm like, this is what you're doing, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is all there is. <laughs> you know what I mean? And when they have to do it, it's amazing how those things are actually timeless. And he sat there for hours and played this like got the pinball into the thing and like. Yeah, and like I, I look, I pinball was a little bit before my time, but I enjoyed playing it with him, and uh, it was a really cool concept. The only arcade games they had were from the '80s, so it was yeah, all. So it was like Pac-Man, Pac-Man, Lady Pac-Man, yeah, Miss Pac-Man, and 
uh, weird shooter games and centipede uh, and things like that. Nintendo, I mean, like yeah. old Nintendo games. Uh, they had the Bill and Ted phone booth. Phone booth. Um, it was just really cool. I don't know. It was a really cool site. And the reason why I'm telling you guys is if uh, I know there's a lot of we we have a lot of listeners in the state of North Carolina. Drinking Bros is number one in the state of North Carolina for podcasts. And uh, if you're in the Asheville area and you're going to peep out something with, the, with your buddy or, uh, or a child, go roll through there because it's, it's blast. And again, you can drink. Yeah, exactly. Like, and it's, it's, it looks like it's one of those places they dark out the windows. It looks like it's one of those places if it's raining, why, probably why it did well in Seattle. If the weather's bad, it is really fun in there. That's great. You know, so I don't know. So it's rad. Uh, Anywho's, we're back, kids. Big, big announcement here in a couple days, which Jabe's uh, will get to. And uh, we love you guys. We're, we're, we're happy to be back. It's nice. We are. And we're going to play a little Rammstein. Yeah. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I'm Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Here is... Duasmish. <laughs> That's the name of the song? <laughs> Is that really the name of the song? Yes! I can't believe you don't know it. Good night.
Yeah.